okay. Go ahead. Uh, apologize for being a little late. Let me mute all. I'll mute all. all right. And go ahead and unmute yourself. Hey everyone, sorry I was a little late. We were gonna do it outside, but uh, it's it was freezing the, the uh, picture, so I thought I better come in. All right, uh, is there anybody new here today? Yeah, my like name's anyone? Chance. I'm new uh, from Burlington, Vermont. Hi, Chance. How did you hear about this, James? Uh, my friend Joe, that's in the group. Parts unknown, Joe. Oh, oh good. Yeah. Hey, Bruce from Burlington, Vermont. Me, Chance. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I, didn't, I had no idea. Anybody yeah, I just, I just moved here a year ago uh, to get away from uh, to get away from the world. So, I just bought a home um, uh, in Orwell. Um, okay. So moving, yeah. moving in there, uh, closing right now, hoping to be in there at the end of the month. So uh, ne next month. Well, we'll have to get in touch because that's not far from here. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, does anyone else want to sell anything on the Zoom? We'll sell. Does anybody have homemade cookies, uh, tailoring? <laughs> yeah. All right, you ready, on. Mike? All right. Yeah, we're already recording. Nice to see everyone. Uh, Paul, pleasure. A hey, welcome, uh, Jim from where was it, Burlington, Vermont? I think so. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, let, let me. Um, it's Chance give from a... Vermont. Uh -oh. Take a chance. chance? Not Jim. Yeah. Oh, all right. Great. Nice to meet you, Chance. Well, we're going to just give us give you our take on the idea of non-duality and just, you know, agree or disagree. But if you can just do it silently, that's cool. And then there'll be questions and stuff. So the we're just taking the basic definition of non-duality as not to. Yeah. So if not is a negation of two, then it would be probably pretty good to realize what two is and what two isn't, yeah? Instead of being concerned with trying to find the one, let's just question the two. Does we look at it that we look that way? Uh, the interpretation of life is a dualistic interpretation. There's yes and no, close and far. If we go in, we can go out. It's all like these these movements, or on another level, as a computing process, it would be a binary system. Yeah. Uh, so this duality, we are basically the source of it in a sense. We're not the source of it, but we represent uh, its projection, and so we run into an experience of subject-object, but it's sort of disguised by the identification as a long-lasting, independent, separate thing. So when there's subject and object going on, we believe it's all Paul, which is a unified individual entity, but it's not. Yeah. 
there's a subject-objectness that's going on that non-duality is negating. It's not saying that's true. It, say, it doesn't say it's not happening. It's just not a true description of what's happening. Yeah, so the subject-object is easily ascertained. Sometimes you're thought about, and when you're being thought about by supposedly you, you're thought about as a body. Yeah, maybe it's a doer or the one who was there or the one who had the new car or doing that, but you always picture it as a body. And then sometimes you believe you're the thinking. So that's a, you sense you're the subject and you're the object. So all day there's a subject-object, sort of like a slinky, moving along, being pushed by time. Yeah, so subject-object, subject-object, subject-object. Yeah, negation of that is non-duality. Non-duality, in a sense, doesn't direct ourselves to one. It just negates the idea of two. Yeah, so if you see that what you're not, you'll find out what you are. And when you start finding out what you are, you'll realize how insane it was trying to see what you are, how, trying to experience what you are, trying to understand what you are, trying to uh, get what you are to stabilize. That's all from what you're not. Yeah. So we're just switching, instead of starting at what we're not, trying to understand what we are, trying to know what we are, trying to experience what we are, trying to become what we are, we're just switching it. You're going to have, there's going to be a movement, but let's just change sort of its direction. So now there's a knowing of what we're not, there's an understanding of what we're not, and the understanding of what we're not is an understanding of duality, really, because the understanding of what we're not is the falsity of subject-object, yeah? So basically, it's, an, it's, it's a negation of all the activities that imply that we're this long-lasting, independent, separate thing, yeah? And instead of attacking the long-lasting, independent, separate thing, because there isn't one, we, at, we question the activities that imply or point to the idea of a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yeah? If you weaken the belief and faith in what's pointing, the idea, the, the, the hallucination of the moon gets definitely incredibly decreased. Yes? So when you see the weakness of the pointing then the moon loses its objectiveness, yeah? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of trying to make the moon lose its objectiveness, which making it more of a moon than less, you, quest, you see what's implying or pointing to the moon. And it's really not even pointing to the moon, it's just pointing, yeah? The pointing is, what, what's being pointed at is actually nothing, but part of the pointing is the moon is already there. So it's not like the pointing is implying the moon. There's a moon to be pointed at. Yeah. So this is the dilemma. Uh, most people don't see, because if they did, they would probably would have canceled their subscription in the subscribing to the act of becoming self, because they've seen a lot of, people they would call selves that they didn't particularly like. <laughs> and so they maybe would have canceled the project, yeah, 
unless there was before there's too much investment in it, you know? So, but the selfing does an incredible maneuver when it implies you, it, it implies a historical you. You think you're that already, yeah? So you don't even have any leeway or way to get out because you're in the process. You That is already supposed and then you're in and out of a lot of other things but it's always the self that's in and the self that's out yeah you can look at it with the term of an ego people sometimes want to call selfing ego i don't see it that way because there's a when some people are speaking about ego they say they have one well what is that who has the ego and then who is hoping to lose the ego that to me is the false noun so to speak yeah the ego is just an objectification of it but it's that's the false noun is the one that's there when you get in and the one that's there when you get out yeah so you're the one that was in and then you're the one that gets out and then you find yourself back in then you try to get out and you never realize what's the constant in all the in and out it's you yeah why not see that you're not in you and you may lose interest in this fallacy of in and out, yeah? So when the head says you are up the ass of self, you won't believe it. And when the head says somehow, miraculously, you got yourself out of the ass of self, you won't believe that either, yeah? You won't believe in the in and out, yeah? That's the... I mean, when you fall upon the solution... It tells you and it informs you of the problem. And then the solution just reverberates because it's not leading to a solution. It is the solution. Yeah. There's no more. All right. You know, once I know the problem, you only know the problem from the solution. Yeah. So when you're recognizing what you're not, that's what you are. You are that space that's recognizing what you're not. There's no, there's no further uh, marching, yeah? It's a disarming message, not a call to arms. Because why is it disarming? Because we're using uh, we're using aspects, uh, functionings that, not, that are not of us. They don't serve to bring us to where we already are. They do the exact opposite. And that was the big joke of the, the statement by Ramana, which is, you know, the greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality. Yeah? So, all right, how could that come about is what interests me. How could reality want to attain itself? It, ha- it would have to be seemingly identified as something other than reality, yes? What would make reality a desire if you are reality? Obviously, there would be no need to desire reality if you are reality. Yeah? To desire reality, there must be a belief you're not. Yeah? This is the fundamental message of non-duality you are what you're looking for but not the you that claims to be the looker yeah but you are at that same moment you are what you're looking for but not as the you that's looking for
Yeah. The you is not what we are. It's an appearance. It's an activity that gets reinforced all day by a great devotion to the mental states, actually. Yeah. So a lot of us went to satsangs. And then maybe after 150 or 200 satsangs, something started to get suspicious. Like, why am I not getting it? Yeah. If it's as simple as you're a lion and you're hearing it from someone you think is a lion and they're telling you you're a lion, what? and, it, and the fact is you are a lion, how long would that take? Yeah. I mean, would it take 200 satsangs? I just don't, there must be an activity that the lion, without knowing it, is participating in, where the lion is taking itself to be a sheep, let's say. And so every time it hears the message about what it is, it gets claimed to be the hearer, the hearer gets claimed to be the sheep. Yeah, that's the only way it wouldn't be able to get through. Yeah. And it goes to such an absurd length the lion as a sheep will never access its roaring ability. It will try to learn how to roar. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. So natural qualities of what we are as what we're not, we're trying to learn them. We're trying to acquire them. We're trying to be mindful when we all we are is mindful. Yeah, <laughs> there can't be more... There's no other quality of us that's more than mindful, yeah? We're, we're of the big mind, yeah? And then we're trying to become clear, and yet we are clarity. Yeah, it's just insane, isn't it? So the message is very simple. What's motivating all of your, all of your drives and desires for what you already are? They must be driven by a mistaken, and not a mistaken, just an identification as something that you're not, that believes in its conceptual what it is, everything would be much better as what you're not. So it desires to be its idea of what we are, all the while being what we are. It's freaking insane. Yeah? If you don't hear the message, come back. If you don't like the message, ask who doesn't like the message. Yeah. You know, I walked into satsang like I walked into everything else. There was an identification as a Paul, and now Paul was going to use this to get better. Now, it was a tricky way, it was tricky, it was very tricky to put a saddle on non-duality and then ride into another condition because it doesn't really <laughs> go well with a saddle, but it gets to a point where you want to be a non-self as a self, yeah? You've now seen qualities that are not of you that you'd like to have as what you're not, yeah? It's that insane. Maybe we just wouldn't appreciate where we already are. It would be much better if we could arrive here, yeah? But 
the fact is the fact. You're that. Yeah. So either either the mental ideations must be sort of seen as not yours, or following the mental ideations, it's going to fail you, and then you're going to arrive at the same place. Yeah. You're going to be left with your own devices and maybe, just maybe, see they're not your devices. Yeah? And that, that rude awakening opens some things up. Yeah? And maybe from that point on, you'll never look for what can't be found. Yeah? And you'll never look what can't be lost. You won't look for it. Yeah? And a lot of other things will get established. And when they're established, it's so obvious they have always been established that there wasn't any co- a moment of coming to Jesus in a weird way. You never left. Yeah. So there's no coming to, oh, the great revelation. You never left. The revelation is of ourself. Yeah. It's of us. And it's always realized. Yeah. That's the beauty. So, I don't know what it will look like for you. I don't. I would imagine it will be expressed as a stabilized traveling lighter through whatever life has in store for you. It's not going to say everything may be great, but however it is, you'll be able to travel lighter through it. Man, Without any much much thought or effort, really, yeah. <laughs> if you're always showing up, when are you gonna have to show up, really? Yeah. If you're always here, when you have to gird your loins to finally be here, you're always here, yeah. This moment demands of me to show up. No, that's your nature. (laughs) You're completely showing up at all times (laughs) with no requirement necessary. Well, you're going to have to let go of a lot of stuff. Did anyone really hold on to anything? Was there a person that was holding on? No, there was... An interpretation of holding on that adds the person to it. Really? Yeah? You call something as holding on, and then you you brand it you, and then you hold an event, and you say that's letting go, and you brand it with you. So you held on, and you let go. What's the constant in the holding on and the letting go? The you. Yeah? So all the while you're seeming letting go, there's no letting go of that old idea. It's migrating to each pole, yeah? I was really close to God. I'm really far from God. But it's the same you that was close, the same you that was far. All right, I'm going to stop. I'm going to swear off far and I'll only be imbibing close. No, it doesn't work that way. You see, you see the axis of close and far, this or that, subject, object. And then when the axis weakens, yes, 
there's just the recognition that's how it's appearing yeah do, do, do. you don't like it's not like that seesaw where you think the top part is is better so you run up there but as soon as your weight hits there it's the lower then you you can't ever get out of it yeah you don't see your role you don't when you do you know the great real the great gift is nothing has to change yeah things don't have to change for it to be what is yeah it just is what is so all right i never muted shoot uh anybody want to raise their hand Hank. I'm not Hank. Hank. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Hank. Just a question. How can one realize what one is not without a one and without an object subject relation? Because there's a, someone is realizing that. No, there isn't. There's just a realizing that. It's a, there's a realizing that there is no someone realizing that. Oh, it is, but that is inconsistent. Completely inconsistent. Mm. There's just a realizing. There's no you realizing. Which comes first, you and then a realization, or is there a realization and then you's added onto it? No, but how how can how can existence uh, depend on object systems? subject relation these, these no it doesn't that's dreaming that's dreaming that's not existence existence is the dreaming something yeah. exists or ex doesn't exist hmm? so <laughs> what you're not doesn't exist i i suppose or not no there's something there's existence and then there's some and then there's things appearing to exist that's the dreaming yeah. 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 So that doesn't exist because it only appears. It, when it appears to exist to that which that which is existing, it can seem like it exists. That's the dreaming. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so the quality of the dreaming is based on the audience, so to speak. If yeah. you're believing you're the dreamt then that which is appearing to exist seems to really be existing, doesn't it? Yeah. There but you the, go. The word appearance suggested that something doesn't exist. Does, doesn't That's exist. right. It's appearing to, yes. Yeah, okay. It doesn't exist as it appears. It may yeah. be existence because the, the nature or the essence of all the dreaming is the dreaming. But as the appearance, it doesn't exist. Okay. Yeah, okay. And, and some other question. It, it, it's all about self, eh? but why not about nature, for instance? Does it appear only? Uh, you see what I mean? No. 
Go ahead. It's not about self. It's about selfing, really. Yeah, about selfing, but naturing. Let's say there's a lot of things happening outside of me also. But the naturing you're not thinking about all fucking day. <laughs> yeah, okay. But then it's a sort of self-help idea rather than a cosmology or whatever. Self-help has, if, you know, self-help has its point, yes? Yeah. If you're, if what's appearing to be real is really appearing to be real, <laughs> then you better have some skillful means to get some fucking relief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like the guy who has non-duality as a philosophy and he's in a burning house and he keeps trying, as he's getting hotter and hotter, he keeps saying there is no house and there is no fire. Yeah. It'd be much better just to get a pail of water, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, yeah. You, if, it, if, if you have an object-subject relationship with the house, then it doesn't exist, if I understand you well. Uh, it doesn't matter what relationship you have with it. The house doesn't really exist, of course. Was there a house at the beginning of time? And is there the same house at the end of time? So everything that... Only the stuff that, does, that don't change is reality. Well, the seeing is the reality. The, okay. This awareness, this field is the reality because it doesn't come or go, yeah? yeah? It doesn't pale, it doesn't get bright, it's just is, yeah? If yeah. you've gone, when you, when you feel like you've been on a, a mental train and you get off, you'll always get off at the exact same station you thought you got on the train at. Hmm. I don't understand that. The basis of now is always the same. The basis of ah, okay, okay, yes, yeah, yeah, okay, but I don't see the connection with object subject relationship. The object subject is the dreaming, it's the how the dreaming is going on. How we have experiences of the dreaming is being the subject, and the, the experience is sort of like the object, yes. Oh, okay, yeah. Then you okay? I see you have yeah. This yeah. is the this is the theme. See, dreaming is built. Yeah. Yeah. It has to have some fundamentals. One of them is space, so things can appear in it, and time, so that we can see what's appearing in it. Yeah. So space yeah, yeah. and time would be the basis or the foundation of dreaming. Now the interpretation of dreaming is a dualistic one. Yeah, so it's subject object. So there's the experiencer and that which was experienced. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And if you want to shrink that duality to right where we are, it would be called dualism, which is subject objectness. So we're yeah. in the that same movement that's been translated as I'm the experiencer and that's what I experience is happening all the time in us as us. Yeah. It's yeah. going from subject, object, subject, object, subject, object. Yeah. 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 So. A machine gun of projections, say, 
Well, that like the Course in Miracles would say, most people believe they're perceiving a real thing. But the Course would say what's actually happening is projection and then perception. So projection would be the dreaming, yeah? yeah? And the what would allow the perception would be the dreamt. So the dreamt is a, is a pseudo-subject that, that's now in an objective reality, and it's experiencing these things. That's based on a misperception. But yeah. it's not completely individual. It has nothing to do with individual. That's just the mental interpretation of it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. For the dreaming, it's sort of like what turns the ride on, okay? You got the seat, you got the everything in place, something that's sentient or on sits on the seat and there goes the whole fucking movie, yeah? Yeah. yeah. We're it. We are the observing point, yeah? yeah. In the dreaming, yes? And we have a self-centered camera location. So what we see seems to be from a particular little physicality. And the way we see things is how it pertains to us. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. This is yeah. happening at billions of seeming camera locations. Yeah? yeah? Walking little tripods. And everyone, in a way, I don't know about everyone, hopefully other some uh, have uh, lost interest in it, but... All of these locations you call could call a you, yeah? And yet the programming of the you is it believes it's me, which is a very special subject. <laughs> so everyone is is built the same way. Yeah? Yet we don't see the similarity of the whole event because it has a big dollop of personalness called me, where you think the thoughts that are occurring are yours and they're very private, that you do certain things no one else does, and because you have, uh, your face looks different, or your skin color is different, then you're different. I mean, it's a very flimsy, uh, <laughs> A flimsy evidence that yeah, if you just yeah. took a five seconds with the right understanding, you'd see through. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. yeah I have the experience of it with drug addiction. Yeah. yeah. There's a, it's not a, it looks like a phenomena, but it's just so obvious that you take thousands of people who are, have been, a, or who are addicted to drugs and alcohol, thousands of them, from different ethnicities, different education, different health, different financial st status. And they usually always end up in the three same parking spaces at some point in time, which is institutions, jails, and death. Yeah. <laughs> so and you see the giant field of cars that are built exactly the same as every other car, drive the same, smell the same, but they all think they're very unique, special <laughs> little chariots. Yeah. And they can't understand why they ended up at the same same place. Everyone in all the other cars can't understand why they ended up at the same place. Yeah. Because <laughs> one mental groove drew drove all of them to those locations, institution, jails, and death. 
And you know what? It's awesome in a way because maybe you'll see something. Yeah, maybe you'll see that how could all these cars that look so different, their upholstery is different, yeah, they have different mileage on it, da-da-da-da-da, they all end up at the same place. You've got to start recognizing maybe they got the same fucking driver. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I was the driver of of the car is a little suspect, based on the evidence that's hitting me right in the face. Yeah. But what that's happens like, is maybe works that well. Hmm? Because you know, we it said in the in the Upanishads, if I recognize as myself in others and others in myself, uh, I'm losing all fear. Well of course. Because then it leads to the idea that we're all children of a barren woman. Yeah. So it questions the reality of the dreaming, not in a, an intellectual way. In a, it's maybe an intellectual uh, message, but you sense it and you feel it from your own observation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you realize the same. That's the whole point with a- addiction. That we speak about having a parasite or a foreign pathogen because it's obvious. Something has taken the Ford over, even though every mile the Ford drives, it thinks it's the driver. It wasn't the driver. Yeah. No. <laughs> so this is the this is the delusion, and it's the same delusion that's occurring now. Yeah. And it's not personal, it's mechanical. See? Yeah. And yeah. we're wasting a lot of time trying to convince what we're not to change. We yeah. it doesn't have to change. Just see it's not you. Yeah. The change will come from the seeing, not the fucking mechanical activity. Yeah. 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 All things in time happen as uh, as a result of the interweaving of the forces of nature. Man yeah. is a selfish de- delusion, thinks he is the actor. It's all, one of my favorite lines in the Upanishads. Yes, it's, it's the same thing. It's just character. what it is is. It's, you know, it's like a slinky that gets its own energy by going down the stairs, yeah? Yeah. So time, time plays the role of the stairs. So time keeps, because the slinky doesn't have an engine. It doesn't. It doesn't have any self-existing power. But in time, yeah, once it gets started, it will go down the stairs. Yes? What's a slinky? The city putty or something? Yeah, slinky is like a just a coil of of like a like eighty different coils put together, almost like a spring. Okay. Oh, so yeah, yeah. oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. this movement generates this movement. This and this. Yes. Yeah, so each yeah. movement generates the next movement. It's sort exactly. of like the uh, dependent origination in Buddhism. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, thank you. Nice. Yeah, I like I like these metaphors. Yeah, but see, the engine there is the illusion of time. You see. Yeah. yeah. Time is like the biggest. Time is like the uh, the ever shimmering, reflecting, becoming opaque, and then and then see through, uh, obscuring of the dreaming. Yes. Yeah, time, space, most of the time and space, you're not there. 
<laughs> Most of the time in space, you're not there. Well, the you that the you that is appearing in it is of time and space. Yeah, but yes, you and I have yeah, never yeah, appeared. Yeah. There. yeah, yeah, but it's not a moment. Hmm? <laughs> but, but the absence of time, <coughs> which I sort of ebb, I think. Hmm? Oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, if, if I'm in a moment, I'm still in this space, in the time system. No, you're not, because what's in the moment isn't you. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But without past and future, the moment is not defined, say. So you can only say from, it's not Well, time. then the moment is not defined, because there's no past or future. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how, see, you just said it beautifully. If there's no past, well, at the moment is not defined if there's no past or uh, future, yeah? But yeah. there's no past or future. So how it feels to be, it, how it appears to be defined is with past and future. Yes, exactly. time. Time yeah. is the obscuring little weaving of uh, trails of smoke, so to speak, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it also produces an incredible, uh, there's some incredible things that come out of time, which is hope and stuff, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. So a lot of times, hope can be incredibly valuable, and at other times, it's in a great disservice. And it's only based on the condition of time, so to speak, yes? Yeah, faith maybe also. No, faith doesn't get moved by time. Oh, okay. Faith is faith. Faith is what's... Allow, faith is what allows time to seem real. It's, oh. it's the dreaming's faith in time that it has any effects. Yeah, 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 yeah. Faith is the engine of this whole event. Without faith, there would be... Faith is everything. It's a force of... It's the generating force of mind. If you want to call it creation, I don't yeah. call it that. I call it dreaming, Yeah. And faith will, how faith will appear, because it has no appearance, how it will appear is by the vehicle it's put in. So there's a lot of faith in the thought system. And that's what's allowing the thought system to generate a huge amount of anxiety about what's not happening. Yeah. It's not you, it's faith. Yeah. It's energy. It's an energy that's being directed without us knowing it. If we start having a sense as an action figure about what's going on, then the idea of surrender is a fucking very cool idea for the action figure because yeah. you realize you're freaking <laughs> outmatched. Yeah. You're being moved. You're not the mover. You're being directed. You're not the director. Yeah, it's very... As an action, action figure understanding, to me, that's the highest level of understanding as an action figure. The, the uh, inevitableness of surrender. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Happened to me 15 mm -hmm. October 1982. Surrender, total surrender. Yes, surrender is, uh, you know, Ramana always talks about there's only two basic ways in a sense. One is 
following the source of all the selfing and seeing, you know, going to the real source or surrender and, and or surrender. I think they can go hand in hand. Yeah. But as an action figure, if there's a, if there's a, a real sense of being part of the ass of the action figure, surrender is really, I think if you take out all the false hope and everything, Usually some of us have to be led to a bottom, but if you, if you would see things without hope stretching your seeing into looking, you know, like it could be better, better, it would lead to a, a recognition of the failedness of the system that you seem to have taken yourself to be. Yeah. And then the, the, to me, it leads to surrender. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the failure of the of the mind, the thinking. Seriously. Completely, completely. Yeah. It's a failed system. Yeah, and the fear. Connected. Well, that's because it's a failed system. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid something not is not going to get delivered because it hasn't gotten delivered. <laughs> and then you're temporarily relieved. And then a few, uh, yeah, a few years later, everything you're in the same place again. <laughs> Not necessarily. Okay. The surrender can become surrendered. Yeah. There yeah. can be a convincing. It almost sort of like you're convinced of of what's already so. You're completely dyed a certain color, and then you're also convinced of that. Yeah, that's the, and therefore now the surrender first tasted now can be entertained. You've, yes. Yeah. So it, 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 it allows you to, for whatever, whatever position you seem to find yourself in, there's a large amount of positionlessness. Yeah. Yeah. Because you realize you have fucking nothing to do. With most of the stuff that's happening, <laughs> it's a great relief. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So, and I don't see that as any different. So the non-duality idea, you know, it's sort of like you can fall into something or fall back into something, but it, the nothing you are going to fall into is always available at all times. It may be seem to be more intimate through an idea of surrender, or it may be, oh, there, there's no one to surrender, and to whom would I surrender to anyway? You know, who knows? But you'll find out for yourself. Not for yourself, but you'll find out. Well, yeah. it just happens to you. Yeah, that's what you find out. <laughs> but when see in time, if something is initiated a surrender, in time, over time, it can become surrendered. Yeah. Right. Okay. If the surrender, if if the surrender doesn't uh, root, yeah, you'll it'll be forgotten in a day or two. Yeah. Many of us have been. Many of us have had incredible free samples, and there was a surrender for maybe an hour or two. But because of the dreaming of time, circumstances changed. And things change, and there you lost seemingly, seemingly, mm -hmm. 
the surrender. That's why when I got struck sober, I was introduced to a way of life that night. Yeah. If I hadn't been, that surrender that initiated me getting to that first meeting would have dissipated probably in a couple of days. But because I found a way of life, it's extended for 32 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. I had a half a year after I got to AA. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. All right, man. Nice to see you, Hank. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Thanks, Hank. Anybody else want to raise their hand? Hank's a hard act to follow. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot going on there. Okay, Bruce has raised his hand. All right. Hello, Paul. Hello, everybody. Thank you. Uh, I want to, you know, I think. I always thought that there was a place that I would land somewhere that would have an understanding of things. And I kept searching and searching and searching for uh, 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 for that, that somehow I would arrive somewhere somehow and that everything would be okay from there. And then it was really that, was that that kind of threw me when I realized that I, that was, that what was happening wasn't happening to me at all. What was happening was, was just happening and that it, I wasn't even the experiencer of it. I was experiencing it, but it wasn't me as the experiencer. And I think I got a little, uh, like, I think you just said that when you found a program for yourself and from same thing kind of happened to me. I got led down a path that sort of helped me things to click in and then just things just started changing from there. But I wanted to ask you, <clears throat> I don't think there is any place to land anywhere, no matter you know, for the way it seems to me is like, it's not even, uh, uh, um, it's not even really appearing to be uh, even come into existence, for example. It's sort of like, uh, I don't even know how to describe, I really don't know how to describe it. It's sort of like, no matter what I try to say, it's like a, a, almost wanting to land somewhere as the witness or being the being awareness but none yeah. of that applies i can't find anything that would really it just constantly opens up all the time and i i, I was wondering what you think about how that is for you yeah yeah so but see because be actually because of that and the indescribableness of it all what you'd like to know is how the mental state is going to claim that, yeah? And make and put you into the story of not you, <laughs> yeah? That to me is the value. That stuff of what you describe those feelings as best you could are gonna become readily available. They're not super unusual, yeah? That can be sort of the new norm in a sense. What you need to see is how that doesn't, that how, what happens that doesn't allow that to extend in time, yeah? Something claims it and makes it something else, yeah? That was what interested me. I heard a lot of people trying to describe the undescribable and, you know, having events where 
the absence of Paul was so dominant, they would remember it the rest of their lives as Paul. <laughs> so my interest is in that, the, 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 how, the mental claiming and seeing how fast it is and the feeling of wanting to get out of that is a production of just that, yeah? And start really getting a sense of how this activity of claiming mutates and keeps claiming. <laughs> yeah. Even after you've caught it once, it's claiming to be the one who saw you catching it. Yes? So that has, that's where the, that's, to me, that's the value of what we're attempting to put out. Yeah, because what you describe, I don't like the word normal, but it, to take the shine off of it is a normal way of going. Yeah where there's tons of experiences, but there's no experiencer. These aren't like huge uh, transcendental awakenings. They're actually a way of seeing what's happening here. Yeah. What's going on is there's, there's a very fast mental process that's using whatever it's brought into contact with, it doesn't bring itself into contact. It's because we're awake, it becomes introduced to things, thoughts, actions, feelings. And in that introduction, it immediately claims those thoughts, feelings, and actions to reinforce and support an assumption, a story that you're the one, yeah? If you don't see that, you're going to be looking at its effects. I'm just telling you. Yeah. And so, and there's no process you can do that will beat that process. Because when you're at a retreat, before you even hit the pillow, your head has presented you as the meditator. It has. It's just slipped it right in there. <laughs> before your ass even hit the pillow, as you were, as you were sitting down, you are locked and loaded already. And 12 hours ain't going to change that of sitting. They're not. Fucking four weeks isn't going to change it. And therefore, I assumed eight weeks won't. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, if, it, if it gets knocked out of the park in that setting, when you get in your car and start driving to your village or to where you live, it's going to regroup. And you're going to be Paul, who just had these incredible experiences at this retreat. Yeah. I love ex incredible experiences. Yeah, I do. But in a lot of ways, they're like a very sweet honey to the uh, mental fucking <laughs> activities. So an ordinary life is a well-disguised life, in my view. Yeah. So seeing what you're not, seeing the activities that imply you and insert you and inform you and historically validate that you were there, you are going to be there, therefore you are here now, is more important to me than all the descriptions of its lack of influence, yeah? I mean, I just love the lack of influence. I just do. <laughs> I hope it comes through with the talks without going on to specific details, but just to share uh, what a fucking relief it is 
to see that what I used to think was me jumping into the situation was never me. Yeah. And then it has its partner where you catch some of it and now you've objectified the activity. It claims to be the one who sees the objectification of the activity. So you catch it twice. And I realized what happened with me is when this recognition opened up, I caught it about eight times. And then I had a like a uh, hundredth monkey phenomena. The monkey's got it. Like this is mechanical. Wherever I am, it's going to say I'm here. <laughs> so, so what, you know? So <laughs> this is what disappoints people. They try really hard to get a break from it. They do, but it seems to return. Yeah. And then they're super bummed out. And the only way we think we can do it is I got to do more of what I believe that caused it to be sent on vacation. I got to do more. More doesn't work. Yeah. That's we're here. Most of us are here from the failing of more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just want you guys to have a working understanding of recognizing not what you are, but what you're not, the mental state, because it's going to show up wherever you are. It is. I mean, it, you know, if you're there enjoying the bliss of Nirvana, it's going to be waiting to claim to be the one in Nirvana. It's just the way it goes. So does it when it claims that it's the one in Nirvana, does Nirvana stop? No. You gave it way too much relevance. No, you just believe it stops. Yes. So you turn your way, you turn your eyes away from Nirvana. Nirvana never turned its eyes away from you. It's faith in that. It's faith that, oh, here I am again. It's all fucked. No, it's not true. Yeah. That boy has cried wolf fucking over and over again. And it gets always gets the same reaction. Why do you think it keeps crying wolf? It's working. Yeah. Oh, it was so wonderful when I was on that cliff. You know, watch. I saw it with epiphanies. Yeah. If you've, if you've had the great uh, gift of an epiphany, it usually comes suddenly without it. You don't call up, you know, in advance. All right, I want to have a real nice uh, room with a built-in jacuzzi, ambient lighting, because I'm going to have an epiphany, I think, on the 14th, around 5 o'clock. It's supposed to, No, it just stops your linear little story. And then what happens? I don't know. And then, but I know one thing, usually what's heralding the end of the epiphany is the thought, I'm having an epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> it took it it took the head a couple of hours but it regrouped and immediately does the same old shtick oh it's, it was me that was in the epiphany yeah <laughs> i think that's what we need to be warned about i don't think we need to hear more descriptions of the indescribable i don't i really don't I think we need to hear the warnings of how some, somehow the lion keeps seemingly forgetting it's a lion by being identified as a sheep without the lion fucking knowing it. Yeah. 
Because yeah. I don't think a lion's going to really want to live like a sheep just because it's a lion, obviously. I mean, it just doesn't suit its nature. Yeah. So here we are, expansive, whatever, to be like a marathon runner in a closet. It's frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> you got to let, you want to get out and fucking roam. Yeah. That's why I love when we have young people here, they haven't been totally tattooed into submission and their minds, though they may have a rough ride because of sensitivity, but their minds are lit up and I love it, man. And there's uh, the mental shades haven't been pulled down and secured and locked. Yeah. There's some light. They don't even know it, but there's light pouring out. I love it. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Bruce. Anybody else want to raise their hand? Philip. Philip. Oh, oh, Philip from Brisbane. I'm going to call Brisbane the city of questions. I can't hear you. Yeah, I always say I'm just going to come in here and listen, but um, something compels me to ask a question. I don't know why. I, I, I'm, I, I, sort of, I lecture at the local university and I, and I don't get to ask many questions. A lot of people ask me questions, but um, I, I'm just thinking about this. Um, in, in the seeing, it, it's, like, it's almost like it pulls the rug from underneath the mental state or the um, action figure, you know, all, all that, that, that was kept so important, like religion and meaning and love and art um, seems to be kind of totally undermined. And, and it's kind of like, it leaves this kind of feeling of, of emptiness and um, disappointment. Um, and it's kind of like, well, what happens to religion and, and art in all this? I don't you know? see it that way. No. You may have a momentary uh, effect like that, but it doesn't stay that way. I love art and yeah. expression and shit. And I love the smell of old churches and the stained glass. <laughs> yeah, there's so much yeah. beauty uh, going on in, in our failed uh, attempts to express the inexpressible. No, I'm a, I'm a real, I'm a lover of... Uh, art and shit. Yeah. I'm not a love. There's a loving of art. Yeah. But of course, if there's been a certain uh, override in all those areas, then there may be a dis, uh, a distaste for it for a period until you, there's a regrouping and then there's an appreciation again. Yeah. 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 I guess my question, I mean, I agree. I mean, I love, I'm, I work as an architect. I love, I love buildings and things become, things are incredibly important to me, you know, and, but, but in this kind of, in this traveling life. I would just say things are incredibly important. You don't need that to me. Sorry? You could just say things are incredibly important. That's yeah. an incredible feeling to have at certain times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just to me is an add-on there. Yeah, true, true. But um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's like 
there was an expectation in, in, in the first exposure to this message that, that all this would kind of, all, all this would just drop away. But yeah. it's, kind of, it's, it's kind of like it doesn't. It, it has its own life, you know. It, it, um, things just seem to be the same in many ways. Um, See, the funny thing is that you is hoping everything everything just drops away, but it, there'd still be a you. <laughs> yeah. 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 The effect is opposite. Everything keeps appearing, but there ain't a you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's revealed. Yeah. It doesn't go the other way. Everything yeah. disappears, and then there's just me. It, the fact is everything is just appearing, and there is no me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it it doesn't require that belief system. It doesn't require that 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 intense kind of um, worshiping. I don't know this um, yeah. devotion. It just is, you know. It's... Yeah, but some people, the action figure's expression is going to be de great devotion. We have some people that come to the zooms that are in a devotional situation. I think. I think this this idea frees you up to a lot of possibilities that uh, seeing things as positions won't. Yeah, I find uh, it. This you're not seeking so much to get something. You're just you may seek opportunities to express something. Yeah, yeah. I ran in. It's so weird with non-duality. Some of the people I got introduced to earlier were all into uh, kirtan. You know kirtan? No. It's like devotional music. Yeah. No. And some people have changed some of the, the beats and the wording to make it more contemporary. But there's a large subculture, not a large, but a little subculture where people express they have a sense of emotive love and they find expression through music, kirtan. And so... A number of people that used to come to my talks when I had never heard Kirtan, had no interest really in hearing Kirtan, they were into Kirtan. And then they would, some people would say, hey, can you let what's their name open up the meeting? And then I said, sure. And then sing at the end, sure. And then suddenly, you know, Kirtan is happening. It was yeah. great. And as soon as I heard the, the music, I went right into a lovely space because you're available. Yeah. Mm. Now, I, what would happen after they would sing for a few minutes, I'd get up in front and say, well, now here's the bad news. <laughs> because there's no one there. Yeah. But see, enjoyment doesn't necessitate a someone to enjoy. Yeah, that's the... See, some people get too stoic with non-duality. There's a lot of enjoying going on. It doesn't imply there's anyone enjoying it. Yeah. Or, yeah. or, or this kind of um, investment in an outcome that's going to lead me somewhere. Like, I, I know about, I used to go to, well, I used to go to um, Eckhart Tolle groups and, and, and they'd play this music and this meditation and, and there's this expectation that, that this is going to lead to some state where you're going to be more, more open to it. But in, in the seeing, I realized that, as you say, the, the music is just beautiful in itself. It doesn't need to have 
this sense yeah. is going to take you anywhere, you know. Well, that's a great revelation because you see the mental states, expectations. Mm. It's trying, it wants to get somewhere. It, th- it sees everything as a vehicle. It doesn't see it as a, as a, as a vista. Mm. It sees it as a vehicle to arrive at a better vista. Yeah? That's the addiction. That's, and then that addiction in a spiritual setting is spiritual addiction. Yeah. 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 This is what happens. But in a way, uh, when you have thousands of people coming, I don't know, it may, it may be too hard to explain. You've got to be an unpopular person such as ourselves so you can sit every week and go over these little because there's too demand to get there's maybe too much of a demand to get something yeah and then uh so here we can just explore uh the activities that that supplant or or the planting of selfing or already assumes the plant yeah so you feel like a self already I think that's incredibly important to understand. Yeah, yeah. And then you can, when you go to these other events, you'll see just that which you used to look from. You'll see it, and you wow, you'll be very, uh, yeah. It's, um, yeah. It's act to me. It's it was beautiful because without the contrast, I wouldn't have seen it. So by going to a place where they were talking about nothing, but there was a whole lot of something, you know, you could see the contrast of something with the idea of nothing easier. Yeah. 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 I felt. Yeah. Just come back, you know, hang out with us. It's if it's working, it's fine, man. Hopefully we'll still be here and you'll be here and, and hopefully, uh, yeah. We can allow each other just to uh, travel lighter. Shit. Do you really want someone? I don't want to be called to arms anymore. You know, I don't want to. You know, have to go through the nine stages of transcending. You know, it's just fucking. I'll just stay in the basement, really. I'm just over with it. Yeah. <laughs> I really. I swear. You know, I don't, you, could, you could put anything in front of me. I'm not going to follow, you know, I'm not going to follow the carrot anymore. I'm just tired. Yeah. Yeah. Lack of interest. Yep. No, I get it. Well, I lost all interest of, of seeking liberation. That was the liberation from the need to be liberated. <laughs> That's the liberation. The liberation is, you know, hey, you're not going to get out of here fucking far out. Thank God I've been trying to for so long. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for breaking the news to me. You're not going to get out of here. Great. Yeah. So I realized I'm out of here by being completely in here. What the hell? Who would have thunk? Yeah. I never wanted to be here since I've been six years old. I had an irritable restlessness, discontent, which a lot of addicts and alcoholics is the basis of the dis-ease and it drove me. It drove this this event on and on and on in the you know on that path of time, first to get worse and then to get better. Yeah. And it was like an urban renewal project 
and the budget kept pouring money fucking in and nothing ever really happened. It was just, a, you know, and then finally one day I realized, hey, I'm not that. The Urban Renewal Project was canceled and all the interest and attention went and started to enrich my life. Yeah. Instead of enslave my life to yesterday and tomorrow, the same faith was enriching my life. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it, it, the meeting no longer has an agenda. It, it just it just has its own kind of. I hope not. I mean, seriously. Yeah. No. I mean, look at just you know, Buddhism is unbelievable. If you get if you go to Buddhism one hundred and one, they're pointing out the the dissatisfactoriness of things that come and go. Now, they put that out. And then it matches with your own taste. And you go, wow, yeah. So then you have a realization. Jesus Christ, yes. What, I'm, what I may be, quote, unquote, looking for can't be of that which comes and goes, all right? Hey, that's good knowledge. That's helpful. Yeah. I mean, the modicum of understanding you need would have got, you could get it from Buddhism 101. Yeah, if you just recognize the simple statement of, hey, what's the cause of, you know, of suffering is the problem, seemingly. It's like a malaise or a dissatisfaction, general, sometimes specific, but mostly abstract. Yeah, that's motivating a lot of desires and this and that. All right. So that's the cause, the cause of the suffering. Oh, what? let me listen. I'd like to know the cause of the suffering, which is desire. Okay. So desire. And then it says, all right, so, well, what has to happen? Losing desire. See, now this is where it gets to be a problem because there's a feeling that it's the you that's been desiring. And now the you is facing a gargantuan uh, heroic journey of losing desire, which cannot happen. So why don't we look at what the desire that's causing the, dis the suffering is, is a desire to become and unbecome, which is the drive of selfing. The yeah. drive of selfing, that which is driving the narrative and giving it its flavor, and it, which is tinting the interpretation of life and our perceptions, that selfing is in the act of desiring to become and unbecome. That's the source of the suffering. Yeah. So then he goes, all right, let's go to the eightfold path. Yes. So basic Buddhism, they have the eightfold path. First, they present the four, the four points of the suffering. Then they go, okay. And it starts with right, the word right. And then it's right understanding, right meditation, right livelihood, right view. Yes. Now, where's there a confusion there? All right, we, based on the ignorance we're living from, we believe a right view can be produced by right action and right livelihood and right understanding. But in fact, the right view, the right of the view is what migrates to the livelihood, the understanding. Yes? It's not produced by it. It enlivens the other shit. That's why it was the first one, right view. Yeah? What is the right view of Buddhism? Anatta, non-self. Yes? So 
the right few will migrate into all your other behaviors, into your livelihood maybe, not not driven there. You'll find out. You'll find out your seed assignment. A lot of this stuff happens. Yeah. yeah? yeah. And so now the ignorance of the self claiming to be the hero of the Four Noble Truths and then seeing the Eightfold Path as a fucking chore, yeah? You've recognized you're not that, and so now you see it in a different way. What is the desire of all desires? The mental desire to become and unbecome. Yes? And then what's what's the whole point of the Eightfold Path? View lends itself to livelihood, lends itself to meditation, lends itself to everything else. Meditation's not going to produce the view. So there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all premised on non-self, not anatta. Yeah? It doesn't mean there isn't an appearance of a self. There just isn't one. Yeah? There, it doesn't mean there isn't any selfing. There's tons of selfing going on, but there is no self that's doing it, nor is there a self being done to by it. Yes? No. no. So where you would think the way your mental logic recognizes shit, it always leads to someone did it. It's disputing that. It's saying like Buddha supposedly said, events are happening, deeds are done, but there's no individual doer thereof. That's right view. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the great the great relief of, of, of that realization that you don't don't have to pursue that and you don't have to struggle with that. It, it, it's yeah, it's just very I know. But something will think it has to pursue it, and something is the source of all such struggling anyway. So you're gonna notice that too. Yeah. But you won't be uh there won't be a large investment in all that fucking movement. The investment will be in in the bank of presence, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. which gives you the eyes to see a lot of shit that you can't see when you're looking. Yeah, it will. It does, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Philip. David is up. I think one more, uh, Mike. Yeah. Okay, just there's just one anyway. All right. Hey, Paul. Great to see you. Um, dude, I've been following you since I had, I think, like a year and a half sober. I'm coming up on seven years. And uh, yeah, man, I just. Oh, great. I, 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 I feed off everything, man. I just love it. And. Uh, uh, oh yeah, David. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my my question. So about two months ago, my fiance left me, and uh, I'm not. You know, there's definitely a sense of loss, and although I'm not taking ownership and uh, 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 you know doership of it, you know, I noticed the mental activity. Um, you know, has, 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 uh, been a, a lot more unpleasant, you know, the involuntary loop has been, um, you know, more like, 
oh, you're going to be alone forever. That was your last shot, shot at love, yeah, yeah. you know, stuff like that. And I'm just like, all right, come on, exhaust yourself already enough of this. And, um, but then, you know, I got all my AA buddies saying, Hey man, you know, this is a traumatic experience. You can't sidestep or transcend this, you know, you got to own it and, uh, you know, accept that you're suffering and eventually you'll heal. And so I'm just like, all right, well, you know, I, I won't own it. I wouldn't own it. No. Yeah, I'm like, because it's too much of a burden to identify as the originator of like, oh, well, maybe if I did this differently and that differently, yeah. maybe the, yeah. and I just, I just don't want to go down that road. But like mainstream AA and all my AA buddies, you know, they're saying like, hey, man, you're a human and, you know, you, you can't, you can't sidestep or, or transcend this you know, your fiance leaving you in the midst of a pandemic and all this stuff. And I'm over here um, being like, well, you know what? Like deep down, you know, I, I feel okay. Yes. I, I well, feel, go with you that. know, go and, with that. And, yeah, man. And it's almost like the, the, uh, the, the, the world almost like dictates that I'm supposed to like, you know, be in a certain amount of like, yeah, I guess, of so yeah. so sorrow over, over, you know, a sense of loss like this, but I feel just, you know, cause I got into your stuff, shoot, for almost five years ago, you know, when I was newly sober and I've, you know, I've, I've, it's, it's been a saving grace. And so I just wanted to, uh, you know, ask you about that. If the, it's like, you know, I'm being viewed as like insensitive, like, oh, well, maybe he didn't really love her if he's not a complete emotional wreck over this. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, you can imagine where the parades end. Do you want to follow the same drumming? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We if you if you've heard a if you've uh, if you've heard a different drumming, and you feel fucking. Uh, authentic around that i just follow that yeah and uh and basically people are just trying to be of help yeah and you know sometimes they have a myopic view that's all sure. yeah 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 so just try to yeah you know i've been in it myself for years and so but i mean if i if they had what i wanted then i would maybe do what they tell me to do but most of them, I don't want what they have. <laughs> amen, amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. No, it's nothing personal. I just don't want what they have. So yeah, yeah. I've had that. Yeah, so whatever. I know. I remember you, David. Yeah, yeah. I've been happy to watch you. So yeah, stick with it. And see, a lot of people, because the head, obviously, the head, while you're going through this, the head is claiming to be the one going through it, and it wants to take what it thinks is an either easier, softer way, which is disassociating, whatever. Yeah, so that's the warning they're, they're voicing. But at the same time, you can recognize that as not you, and you'll feel into it more than you ever did. And sometimes when you feel into it more than you ever did, the length of feeling into it is shortened a lot. Yeah. Yes. Because you know, you really feel it. Yes. Yeah. 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 
A lot of us, they want us to draw it out like a syndicated soap opera for months and months and months. Dude, seriously, man. And this whole time, I'm just like, hey, you know, I I almost have like no opinion over the matter because, you know, I'm not going to waste time trying to keep something alive that's not there. That's right. Fantastic. See that? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, you know, she, you know, it can be a win-win. You'll be better off and she'll be better off. It doesn't have to go one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. And even and even though I only need to need needed to hear your message once in the beginning, you know, I keep coming back because it's just so refreshing to just hear it over and over, even though it's it's, uh, you know, not new information. I'm just like, ah, like. I feel like, you know, not everyone speaks this language. And so it's just nice to, uh, uh, you know, be near you where I can, you know, just uh, uh, feed off your presence, man. It's all it's all good stuff. So thank you. I really appreciate it. Bro, anytime. Yeah. You're a lifetime member of ZenBitchSlap.com. <laughs> thank you. There's a lot of benefits, known and unknown, but you'll find out. Yes. Thank you, Paul. All right, David. Thank you very much. I think we'll maybe we'll end with that, Mike. Well, I just wanted to add. I just wanted to add that that <laughs> kind of funny because David was sharing what he is projecting on you as sharing. So I was getting from him what he claims he's only getting from you. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, that idea that we're not the ones giving and expressing that we quote unquote have it kind of inserts itself as as a primary you know thing that makes us like wonder if we're loving, right? <laughs> But I thought that was totally loving. Thank you, David. Yeah, very nice. Well, let me uh, lovingly say goodbye to everybody. In my own style. So, Mike, thank you for being the, uh, the platform holder. And we got, uh, we got Walter and Hank. We got a couple of Amsterdamies here. We got Zlatko, my main man. Living, living large at the lagoon. Very nice. We got Judith. Fantastic, Judith. Yes. Fantastic, Paul. Wow, what a beautiful, fantastic meeting. Thank you for your love. My pleasure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. John K. as always. Susan is risen from the grave. She's up. Yes. Very yeah. nice to see you, Susan, again. Joseph, as always, it's always a pleasure. <coughs> Christine, nice to meet you again. I like that background. Uh, We got Norman, Norman from Germany. We got Robert from uh, New Zealand. I wonder, I don't know if uh, Alan from New Zealand's here. If he is, he sent me two nice, beautiful pictures I want to thank him for. Roman. Nice to see you, Roman, as always. Thanks for all the support. Philip, pleasure. Yes? I don't want to have to come to Brisbane and Zen bitch slap you personally, so. Yeah. No, I'd love you to come here. <laughs> oh, there's Damon with a lovely little dog. Yeah, I can't wait for the, this puppy we have to become well-behaved. Looking crazy. The thing, it's unbelievable. All right, Fritz, as always, I like it. I love uh, 
I love art with the third eye. I'm always into it. Yeah. I have a couple of t-shirts with that. Very yeah. nice. We got Kenneth. Kenneth from Toronto. Uh, we got, let's see, we got Jeff and Lori. There they are. Nice to see you guys. Pleasure. We got Hank. Oh, I want to announce too, we're going to do, uh, it's going to cost money though. Uh, $100 for a two-day event with another group. It's on our website, but it, you'll have me, I'll be doing, they wanted me to do four talks each day, but I'm doing three talks each day. Then we're going to have practicing loving gazes for an hour and then another talk and then loving, and then I'll judge who has the best loving gaze. Glenda already has it, so, but maybe someone else will. <laughs> but it's pretty good, you know. In time, when you stay on this topic, it does have a, a certain momentum that gives a different feeling to it. I begrudgingly had to admit, admit that to when I used to speak in Toronto because they had a rent, a, it was expensive rent, so they had me speak Thursday night, Friday night, twice on Saturday, twice on Sunday. So by Sunday, we were having a lot of cathodic events, moaning and crying and shit like that. <laughs> so I just stuck a, a subtle expectation now. <laughs> I could see the head rising up and biting it. <gasps> cathodic means I'm going to be better. All right. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Hank, Glenda, Tyreek from uh, Egypt, Damon, nice to see you. Uh, let me see who else we got. Bruce is ready to uh, start ripping on the it's a 12 string. She's, she's ready to play. Got some fucking thing. Natalie, I don't want to know where you are, Natalie, because, yeah, you fill up the room wherever you are. Nice to see you, Natalie. Jeffrey, again, Jeffrey took the vow of silence today. It's very becoming on you, Jeffrey. Try it more well, often. <laughs> Just for today. <laughs> Just for today. We got Stefan, as always. Chris. Thanks, Paul. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you, really. Jeremy. We got, oh, Verena. Nice to see you, Verena, again. And as always, yes. I like that color, Anne. Very nice. Very deep blue. We got Raven without glasses today in Eastern British Columbia. Thanks for the support, Raven. Appreciate it. We got Alan. Alan. Nice to see you, Alan. We got John Ah. John Ah. Kaiser from Minnesota. Mike is uh, up today. That's pretty good, Mike. We got Sagar from Toronto. Matthew, I try to avoid a conversation with Sagar, but I finally, I finally answered the phone. Yeah, Chris and Mammoth, Chris Mammoth—that's oh, a nice area. Nice to see you, Chris. There's Skyla. Yes, Skyla's. Uh, she's roaming around outside. That's good, Skyla. Yeah. Nice to see you, honey. Johannes, as always. Matthew, it's always a pleasure. I've run into Matthew many times this life. Uh, let's see. We got Mickey, the matriarch of Madura. Madeira. 
Sarah, Sarah C isn't showing herself, but we know what you look like, Sarah. Johannes in Germany, always a pleasure. Uh, let's see who else. Oh, we got Keith. He's uh, he's in the right. He's in the right wing militia training week. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, he's learning how, how to you, make bombs. He's learning how to make bombs this week. Well, how, how did you recognize? And I'm going to get my money back because I'm wearing my camouflage pants. How did you recognize me? I thought you have that stealth. I just recognize. I took a chance. Well, I'm going to get a refund on the camouflage pants. But now you revealed yourself, so we were right. You've been revealed. Got it. Okay. <laughs> nice to see you, Keith. Likewise. We got Tanya. How are you, Tanya? Okay. Traveling well today? Yes. I think it froze. We got Bernard. Thank you, Bernard Paul. Is, Bernard's uh, riding this like a wave. He's enjoying this, eh? Yes, I'm doing. That's good. That's good. We got uh, Thanks, a friend Paul. from Spain. Where was he? Just I just lost him. The name I cannot. Uh, oh, there's Mark v, Mark V. Nice to see you, Mark, again. Thanks for dropping in. We got Stephen, not of Paris, from Glasgow. Stephen, give us a miracle for a second. Miracle. There you go. I love that. Thank we got David again. Remember that. The way he says miracle, let that sink in. Yeah. We got a H from O from Jossip. Philippe, J. Phone, Michael. I got a lot of people I can't see. So uh, we got my lovely Amelia, Peter. We got Maggie. Maggie, hopefully you're traveling well. Felipe, Michael, Lorraine, and Mark. Joe, parts unknown. <laughs> hey, what's up? What's up, Paul? <laughs> Joe, and Joe the Bronx. Yes, I know. All right, cool, there's brother. There's no snow in the Bronx. Yeah, well, this is the new place. Oh, all right, great, great. It all doesn't right. look like the Bronx to me, thank God. It isn't. Oh, you know, I was in a program in the Bronx near Yankee Stadium for three months, rough, yeah. Rough part of town, Paul. Yeah, I mean, I used to see these guys strip a car in about three minutes. That's the part of town. <laughs> yeah, it was a trip. Uh, yeah. All right, nice to see you, Joe. Hey, thanks for the cash, too. Appreciate it. All right. I Maggie, see you, too, Paul. I had Thank to get sure I wasn't counterfeit, though. I was a little concerned from the soul. <laughs> we got all right. Maggie. Uh, all right, that's it. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you. Bye. We'll see you next week, Tuesday, Thursday, recovery, Wednesday, Saturday, non-duality. But every day is just okay. See you later. Bye. See you, everybody.